Making connections, affecting the culture, just doing life. It's Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. I love this intro. We are back again. Yes, the the guys liked us so much. They're like, we're going to bring them again another weekend. Victory Hollyfield right behind the mic with my beautiful sisters, Kendra White and Cedra Sarton. What's up, ladies? Good to be back. Who run the world? I don't know why I keep wanting to sing that. I promise y'all, I'm saved. I know Jesus. It's stuck in my head now. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I guess it's because it's, it's girl power right now. I'm let's sorry. Start, let's start singing hymns. Yeah. Some hymns. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Guys, we have been discussing. If you missed uh, the, uh, the the last time that we were on, we were talking about biblical womanhood. Um, and we were speaking. I, I feel like we were speaking from a single point of view, from a married woman point of view. And we're going to just continue on with this discussion along with discussing feminism. This feminist movement. <laughs> it's all over. Like, what? You like, can't avoid it anymore. It's like, no more, it's not black power anymore. It's girl power. It's right. women power. Like, oh my goodness. And honestly, it gets on my nerves. I can't even watch The View anymore. I feel like they're just straight up feminists. Right. And somebody's oh, probably going to get are. me for that. But no, um, the, no, you're good. They're ridiculous. They make us look bad, sisters. Well, and there's pressure from society right now telling you what it means to be a woman. And they mm-hmm. are telling you, you've been silenced and you need to you need to roar. You know, I, I don't feel silenced. Do y'all? Well, they tell you that. And yeah. then you start like you see it sometimes because when you're told it, you're like, well, well, yeah. You I need to yeah. Yeah. It's easier <laughs> once people like take this thing and drill it into your head. It's a lot easier to start pointing it out of places. I see that. And, and yeah, there have been times when women may not have been treated fairly, but that is not the case fully. Uh, now, let me ask you this. Would y'all say that this movement, this feminist movement, has it affected you negatively? I know it has me because now as a married woman, let me just put the, I have struggled a little bit. My husband's mm-hmm. telling me different things. He feels like the Lord is leading us. And I, 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 I'm a huge Dr. Tony Evans fan. Mm-hmm. If y'all have not heard yeah. and Vody Baca, woo! They will let you know the role of a wife. And I find myself like, man, Lord, wait a minute. I felt like I was supposed to be doing this. But here God is telling me I'm supposed to submit to this man. Mm -hmm. And I got a God-fearing husband. That's why you don't do missionary dating, sisters. I'm telling you, don't do it. But um, with this feminist movement, I sometimes struggle because society is telling me as a woman, I have the right to go after my career and put my husband and children to the side. And that's not biblical. Absolutely. You know, I've really struggled with um, letting culture affect me a little bit on this issue. And it's been through reading God's word that I've realized how far off I've gotten on some little areas. Mm -hmm. And he's God's had to kind of pull me back in. But I think it's interesting. You know, the feminist movement says um, of those that hold to the Bible's definition of womanhood, that we are putting ourselves in a box, that we're being limited. Mm -hmm. And um, it's like, oh, those poor little conservative women, you know. And it's (laughs) downplaying the role of a woman. Well, it's honestly, I feel like they put women in a box. I do, too. I I do. do. And it's just like, you know, when you really look at who God created us to be, there is so much freedom and strength Mm -hmm. in, in who we are and um, it, it puts you in a category where the feminists make it feel like if you hold to the Bible's definition of submission, then you are weak. Weak, yes. And, I, that's, and I'm not weak. That's the total I'm opposite. I'm not y'all, but I'm not weak. I'm not either. <laughs> My mama didn't raise no weak, weak link. I'll, I'll tell you this. What, um, because let me tell you, speaking from a marital point of view, when you wait on the Lord for your husband, 
naturally mm-hmm. a God fearing, seeking man of God, which is what I got. I love you, baby. If you're listening, <laughs> he's going to want to cultivate me and my gifts and talents as I am pushing my husband and praying for him to hear from the Lord, to guide our family, my honey bunny, because he is as Christ loves the church. Christ loved the church so much. What did he do? He gave his life. He mm-hmm. died for us. Mm-hmm. My honey, man, I love my husband so much. Oh my, I don't idolize him though. I promise you, but he sees my gifts and talents and he's helping, mm-hmm. like he's helped. He's helping cultivating me. So it's really, it's contrary to what the feminist movement is telling me that if I get married, if I have children, I'm going to be left behind. No, actually, a true God-fearing man who seeks after the Lord is going to want his wife to to fulfill what God has called her to do in the field of being a wife and a mother. Help break that down because I remember seeing you post something on Facebook. about you You said something about... I love my honey buddy who cultivates me. And you use the word cultivate. And it stuck out to me. And I was like, what does she mean by that? Okay. Break it down a little more. Great question. All right. So as I mentioned earlier, well, the last show, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 25 and 26 says that the husband is to cultivate his wife uh, through the cleansing and washing of the word. I kid you not. That's literally your husband is like your pastor. I said, your husband is like your pastor. So that's that's why I say you do not need to missionary day. You can how can you cannot have a man who can barely lead himself leading you. I love how Abraham Hamilton III puts it. He says, if a man doesn't have a vision, he's not ready to marry you. Mm-hmm. But when, when I when I put cultivate my husband, literally that brother. Oh, I love my honey. He takes <laughs> me by my hand. He prays over me. Just the other week, I, I went home for lunch and my husband could just tell by my demeanor that something was going on. He's like, babe, what's going on? And he, he's giving. He's giving me scripture. So that means he spent times with the Lord himself. He's giving me scripture. He's praying over me. We're getting in the word of God. And another thing my husband does, and this is where my flesh comes in, sisters, because I've been a woman of God for a number of years. He'll ask me. He'll check me. Babe, have you been getting into the word? I'm like, who are you? That's awesome. <laughs> but he's supposed to be my pastor, cleansing yeah, me in the word. That's that his accountability. role. There you go. That is what a husband is. So that's how he cultivates me, through the word of that's God. Awesome. He, he checks me. And lets me, and he calls out my sin. Y'all, that's That's, that's got to be hard. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm like, no, I'm perfect, baby. Well, you're talking about Mr. Abraham Hamilton and mm-hmm. the word submission. And yes. he, I heard him preach a sermon once about how um, submission is under, you know, sub, coming under the vision. And... Like when when you break it down that way, it's a lot easier to accept as a woman that yes. it's not just submission in the sense of slavery. Mm-hmm. It's it's someone God has given him a vision and we're coming alongside of that. And I heard an, another pastor talk about why is it that God chose men? You know, why? How do we know that they're the ones that are the priests in the family and held accountable? Mm-hmm. Well, you look at Genesis one, right? They're in the garden. Eve makes you know, the first mistake. And it was Adam's fault, though. We'll yeah, keep going. He, yeah, okay, I'm going to have you explain that. But <laughs> when when God shows up, he doesn't come directly to Eve and say, Eve, why did you eat the apple? He comes first to Adam. Girl! So there's some, like, we think of it as the blessing of, oh, he gets to be in charge and the leader. But there is a weight of responsibility Girl. that he has because God's going to come to him on behalf of that. And, like, you know, I've Kendra. I've being a leader, I've I've been in charge of things and I hear people complain and they will come up to me and they'll say, Well, how come you set the chairs up this way? The chairs are supposed to be set up. <laughs> and and like sometimes I just want to smack them and look at them and be like, Do you I tell you what, I will appoint you committee chair leader and you can be in charge of putting up the chairs from now on. You can do it however you want, but the weight is on you. You know, like when you have weight mm. on you, that's not to be taken lightly. Mm-mm. That is, can I, can I just, oh my gosh. Get that, in there. I'm <laughs> trying not to shout over here. My honey, just the other day, because he's made, we're making a huge change in our family. 
And I'm submitting to him with this huge change. And my husband said this to me. He said, babe, he said, I, I want you to know that I, I'm seeking the Lord and that if I am wrong, it's going to be on me. But God is going to mm. honor you because you are un- you're respecting my leadership as I believe I'm being led by the Lord. Mm-hmm. And my heart went out to my husband. That's why, ladies, you need to pray for your husbands. If you are married, pray for your husbands, because that is a lot of weight. And I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to be honest. I was thinking, man, I'm glad it's him and not me. Yeah, like, right. I was, but I'm praying for him because I'm right there with him. I am. We are one flesh. We're the unit. Now, I will put one little caveat in there because there are some women listening that might have husbands that don't worship oh, the Lord. Yeah, mm-hmm. bring and that in there. If if your husband asks you to do something that you is downright counter to mm-hmm. God's word, yes. there is an out for you. Amen. Now, that's most of the time, 99% of the time, when there's a disagreement between you, it's not that they're asking you to do something wrong. It's just different than what you would want. Mm-hmm. In those situations, I think God still calls us to submit. Yes. Absolutely. And when you say out, you're not referring to divorce. No, no, no. I, no. Yeah. I want to make that clear because some people are so quick to put that D word. Like my husband and I, that's a curse word in our household. What is it? What is divorce? I don't even know how to spell it. It's a curse word because this is a covenant. God right. does not break his covenants. We don't break covenants in marriage. Now, if you have had a divorce, we are not here to condemn you. All right. But if you're in another marriage, you stick with that. You don't fall out of love with your husband. I mean, your children. So definitely not our husband. So I love that you brought that up. Well, and what is it Ephesians says for those women who have husbands that aren't walking with the Lord? that they can win them over by a a gentle and quiet spirit without words and that's what we're you know talking about feminism um (laughs) i don't i don't just love the description of gentle and quiet spirit i struggle with that if i'm honest (laughs) and uh without words i usually have way too many words like i've and i'm good at i'm good at words (laughs) y'all so but um i just love that sometimes silence is God doesn't tell us that to try to shut us up. He tells us to give us a clue that sometimes the most effective way for us to Mm -hmm. communicate to men is through silence. Come on. He's not trying to shut you up. He's trying to give you a tool to say, Mm -hmm. let your life speak. Let your your, um, countenance, let your love inspire them to be the heroes that, um, you know, to to be worthy of you. And... um, you know, when we look at the feminist movement, and you, did y'all watch anything from the the women's marches? Unfortunately, I did. Right, working at AFA. Unfortunately, did. it's on the news, and we're hearing about yes. it. And I mean, just disgust rose up in me. Yeah. yeah. To see women wearing wow. hats with female body parts that need not be shown so nice. on their say heads, the word, but okay. You know, and yeah. to hear them with signs screaming, there is a. In their desire to be heard, they are ripping themselves of every dignity that we have as women of God. And it was grievous to me to see them doing the complete opposite. If you feel like you're not being heard or valued, mm-hmm. screaming and shouting, what does that really accomplish? When, it, when is it ever? When it is, has it ever worked? I've never seen that work. Getting Absolutely. up and screaming in someone's face that you disagree with them has never worked for me. Believe it or not, it has not. And I have tried it. <laughs> And I, w- I want to add this. We need men. First off, it takes a man to create, to help us make children, first off. Secondly, I don't believe women are to- supposed to be pastors. Now, Mm-mm. there was a time I Ooh, did. you getting in some. <laughs> there was a time I did. Interesting. Back terrain. in my day, back in my day, back in my day. There was a time I did, but not anymore. I would not want that responsibility. To mm-hmm. me, pastoring a church is like being over, overseeing your home, and that's a husband's job as well. God, men, we as women, when the scripture says that we are the weaker vessel, not that we're weak and we, we uh, but 
God, men literally can handle the pressure of things better than us. We're emotional women. I know me, I'll cry. Man, I cry too much sometimes. I'm like, help me, Lord. <laughs> and my husband's right there. It's just like, babe, it's going to be okay. You know, he's not crying. But um, I, I just, I, I feel like this feminist movement is about women taking over things. But, man, there is a reason why God has created our being, our character as women, to be nurturers and caretakers, and and these men to be leaders, and not that we're not leaders either, but just in a different aspect. Our roles are different, and we need to walk in that. I love right. that freedom of not having that responsibility. Well, I, I know that we have a break coming up, but no, I, I want to know more about what is a woman's role in the church, because I, what you just said is very controversial, and there are different opinions about can there be female pastors? Can they be deacons? Can they lead Bible studies? Can they even speak in the church? And Good there question. are extremes on either end. We'll get to that. <laughs> We're going to get to that. Hey, right after the break, you stay close. Don't you change that dial. This is Engage Radio on American Family Radio. 